Woo. Yes. Gadget, good to see you, man. Thanks yeah, it's been, for, yeah, uh, it's been a minute. You know, we were talking yeah. uh, last time I saw you was three years ago when we yeah. did the, Yeah, we did the, the block party. The block party? Yeah. yeah. Scratch Magazine TV block party. Yeah. You went first. Yeah, I was, yeah, I, I warmed up the stage. <laughs> I tried to, you know, tried to do my thing, though, you know. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah man. Well, thanks for having me up here, man. So what, what have yeah. you been doing in between then and now? Uh, a lot of beats. A lot of beats. Okay. Yeah, I'm focused on the... On um, this project I do called Sahara's Greenery, and um, yeah, man, just what what is what is projects, that? man? I I it's basically instrumental hip hop that I do. Okay, um, it's got you know my own little twist on it, and um, I've been focused on you know establishing that name in my you know myself as a recording artist as opposed to producing for other people because mm-hmm. that's what I used to do. Right back in the day, but um, that's been going well, and you know, just focusing on that. I put out a project earlier this year called "Let's Go Out and Make Tomorrow Things." Um, I put another one out called "Left to Return" um, up on the Bandcamp and all that. You know, okay, just grinding slowly, building up the fan base, and it's been going well. Selling some beats, you know. People sleep on Bandcamp. Yeah, they do, man. People well, I mean, I, and they sleep on it in different ways. You know what I mean? How? Well, I mean, it's not gonna make you a ton of money, but it it establishes it like a, a, a good solid. It's a good place Fan to base. establish your yeah, establish your work because you know you I mean? know the the people that buy from Bandcamp are really your fans because they're yeah. buying your music. Yeah, and they'll, and you'll they'll see those same people reach out to you in other platforms. They'll, be, they'll follow you on IG. They'll keep up with you on Twitter. Right, and um, they tell their friends. You know what I mean, and that's that. Uh, yeah, it's dope, man. I, I, I've, I feel like the reach of it goes beyond just the sales, and plus you can just do some cool stuff with it, right? Like merch. Um, yeah, the merch, the subscriptions. You know what I'm saying? Subscriptions. Which, oh yeah, yeah. You can do a subscription service, like where people pay like a monthly fee and get access to like your whole catalog. Really? Yes. Yeah, so you need to look into that, man. It's dope. Wow. Yeah. And you can you can do it. You can set it up in different ways, different pricing tiers, monthly, annually. Yeah, Bandcamp. I didn't is, know that. You can curse on here, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bandcamp is the shit, man. Yeah. Okay. Everybody, go do your googles on the Bandcamp subscription. It's dope. Right. Yeah. So, you put out a tweet. Yeah, man. Last week. Yeah. Saying, some I'm paraphrasing. You made more money selling beats than when Spotify paid out. Well, or, it was it, basically what I said was because it and you know if that was during the um, those couple of days when people were posting up all their Spotify, the Spotify. stats and all yeah. that the year and rap. But my music is not on. I, have, I haven't posted my music to Spotify yet. I'm I'm still trying to figure that out um, if I'm gonna do it or not. But you know when I see it, uh, I was thinking to myself, I was like, well. That's cool, but I, you know, I had like nothing to show for it because I wasn't on Spotify. But I felt like, well, I did a million streams worth of work, though, you know. Right. And it, you know, if you think about it, a million Spotify streams is not a ton of money if you know, you know, right. if, you, so if you've done the research. A thousand streams is one sale. Yeah, it's it's not like I mean, and you know, so everybody's posting up their stats. You know, did a million streams, a half million streams. It's cool, you know, I, and it's not even a knock on that. It was more just kind of a tongue-in-cheek thing about how, right. 
you know, Spotify sales aren't really, at least monetarily, they're not actually a big deal. Like it's, you know, you can do the math. It's not a, it's not a ton of money I'm talking about, but you know, then it brought up the idea of selling beats. It's like, look, there's another way you can make money in this business. You can sell beats. There's, you know, right. other than the streams. Cause the people are kind of focused on the playlist placement thing. And right. You know, that whole, that's like the, so, you know, the main focus nowadays, the great thing about Spotify. And I, I think Bandcamp does this too. The stats. Yeah. Spotify has amazing stats. Like they yeah. can tell you, what state you have the largest streams in. Yep, like, yep. And that helps with touring. Yeah. Like if yeah. I'm in, if I'm an artist, I'm gonna go to Spotify stats to see where my music is streaming the most and where I can get a promoter to to book me. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Not you know, Spotify's dope, man. And yeah, I, no. I I'm I'm I would I'm thinking Spotify is is the go to for that. Like I don't hear many people talking about going to Bandcamp stats. Yeah, to- yeah. Um, I, th- I think, yeah. And and if it were up to me in a perfect world, I would probably have already posted most of my music to Spotify. But uh, I, I think for me, I don't... Look, Spotify has some problems with the way it handles its artists and the way it pays out money. Right. Um, and I, I'm not also not a fan of, of playlist culture. Just the whole, like, it's gotten a little. It's digital payola. Yeah. It's a little much. And, like, you know, it's a passive listening experience. Like, you really can't build a, like, a core audience on Spotify. Now, what you could do is drive up your numbers through being on a playlist. But most of those people who listen to playlists, most of them, not all, but most people who listen to playlists, listen to it passively they listen to it in the background right it's not they you know they it's just on you know not like the a lot of times like in the b scene you got kids on these playlists who do like a million two millions whatever streams millions of streams and they can't sell four tapes on bang like it's not translating right outside of just that no, but it's cool i mean because you can get the pay you can get paycheck off of the the playlist so that's what's up i mean it's, it's one avenue of doing it but i i kind of think it's led to a a little bit of a weird um situation in the in the industry with with in terms of like um how it really benefit does it really benefit the artists in the long run it benefits spotify a lot like right right yeah it's a lot of money going in spotify right now so yeah. my thinking is as an artist i want my music everywhere yeah. I want it on Bandcamp. Yeah. I want it on Spotify. Yeah. I want it on YouTube. I want the YouTube money. I want the Spotify money. Like it may be pennies, but Yeah. I, I want I, all the streams. I, I agree with you on that. And I and it, and I actually already like, you know, I did the distro kit thing and I already paid for it. You know, like I you know, I just haven't right. posted the music. So okay. I've, I've I've had like intentions to do it, but but I don't always agree though that it doesn't com- conflict sometimes. Like I like my Bandcamp sales, even though there's not a lot of them. People, I do always do a like a pay what you want. Like that's just how I do it. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of a paranoia thing about sampling. Like if anybody ever comes back to me, like right. yo, I didn't charge nothing for it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I always do a pay what you want. But I kind of learned that that strategy works better than setting a price. Just FYI, because people will drop what they feel it's worth, and people pay like twenty, thirty dollars for my for my, you know, my projects on 
on Bandcamp. It might be like 15 people, but like, yo, it. I, I've been mad surprised by that. Like, people will drop money if they have it on, on music that they like. Right. You know what I mean? So I like those sales, and I know my own habits. If I can find it on Spotify, I'm just going to stream it on Spotify. Right. But there's been dudes who drop stuff only on Bandcamp. I actually are like, man, I really want that record, so I'm going to buy it. So it's really just kind of looking at my own habits and been like, yo, I don't want to price myself. So I'm trying to figure out the proper way to do it. Like, to me, Spotify is a new radio. It's like the new way you can promote in mass that's where the people are mm-hmm. it's a free experience essentially a free experience for them you know what i'm saying but i don't know about putting like your whole catalog or giving complete access because then you're kind of ripping yourself off right yeah so rock marciano uh yeah he sells yeah. digital downloads for 30 dollars. yep and i and haven't, and i haven't not, heard it <laughs> he's not putting his music on he has some of his past Have you albums. heard it? Have you I heard have, the album? Yeah, I have. So you bought it? There's a YouTube stream. Okay, <laughs> word I, 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 ha- I have to listen to albums before. Like, this isn't the 90s no more. Yeah, but to me, like, all right. I know he's going to give me a good album. Yeah, No, I would have went out of my way to find it, too, if I even knew that existed. I, I w- But let me just say this. Back in the, well, back in the early digital days, like mid-2000s, you know, I used to do a lot. I ain't gonna lie. I used to do a lot of downloading. You know, what Bear I mean? Share, LimeWire. Yeah, the whole. You know, the yeah, whole Soul Seek, Bay. You know, shout out Soul Seek, You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, but once the, the once the platforms really started to put out, you know, have music available that I that I was interested in, like for the most part, even though I know not everything is on, you know, Spotify, Bandcamp, et cetera, et cetera. But for the most part, what I'm looking for, I could find. Mm-hmm. So I really kind of stopped hunting you know the you know for music in that way you know what i'm saying but if i had known it was a youtube stream i probably would have checked it out but the only reason why and i don't know anybody who has really heard it yet because people are like yeah i haven't heard it because it's like you know 30 dollars. so you know? the digital download is 30 dollars. i don't mind that get your money yeah, yeah, yeah. but i'm gonna drop 30 dollars on the vinyl yeah, I'm, I'm not going to do thirty dollars for a digital download. Yeah, I, I agree, man. I think I agree. I'd rather that. have something physical if I'm going to pay thirty dollars. Yeah, I mean, I, mean I, I, I love Rock Marciano. Yeah, I mean, and he, I, and I, I'd rather have the vinyl as first as a collector's item. Yeah, because the artwork. Have you seen the artwork? Nah, it's tight. I gotta look it up. Yeah. I mean, I know it's dope, man. Yeah, I know. I know. Well, I saw somebody online. I know bought it, and they just been. Singing praise to it, so I'm yeah. sure it's dope. It's good. Yeah, he's that he's that guy. Yeah. yeah. Shout out Rock Marciano. Yeah, man. So uh talk about um your method of selling beats. Like do you do beat stars or do you just Yeah, man. See, that's what you I was do saying. Beat stars? No, I don't. I don't oh, do okay. I don't do any of that. Okay. My my way I do it is completely on earth. Look, I'm gonna just tell you. I think people probably can learn more from my mistakes as a beat maker over the years than for anything. Okay. But like I don't I don't I don't do it that way. Like I, like I told you, I I focus more on being a recording artist. Like I'm, I, and I'm an artist first, producer second. You know what I mean? Okay. And I think, you know, for the for the lane that I'm in, um, a lot of, and I don't have a big fan base, but it's it's, it's growing. But I would say the small fan base I have, a lot of that, a lot of those people are also artists, and you know, they. You know, we support each other, and a lot of times people will hit me up, and um, you know, little MCs, young dudes, you know, what I'm saying, just getting started in the game, and you know, I handle them, I think, differently than most people do, and I definitely handle them differently than I would have back in the day, for sure, because back in the day, I was really trying to 
get placements. You know what I mean? I was trying right. to, you know, get beats to the to the MCs that I wanted my beats to be right. you know heard with and you want you wanted you know, that Nas placement. Yeah, want, yeah, yeah, not even that. I mean I wanted Elzion. You know what I mean? I wanted to you know I wanted to right. go and get, you know, dudes that I was feeling um and you know make some bread like you know i didn't you know cats hitting you up and you haven't heard of them you just kind of brush it all like you know what i mean like back in the day it was kind of um for me it was like i was it was i was real focused on you know being a working producer you know what i mean but i found that now uh you know i'm a lot older too so you know i kind of let go of some of the you know seriousness about all that kind of stuff and um um, yeah, man, I will, I will consider any offer, you know what I mean? Even from people that you might not, you know, normally mess right. with or whatever. Um, Trap dude. I, I don't get people like that hit me up though. <laughs> so I, I can't really tell you how I will respond in that right. situation. I, truthfully, I would say if they really wanted some beats for me, as long as they, you know, meet the test and professional, if it's dope, okay. let's do it. You know what I mean? I, I don't know if that would work. But. So when you sell a beat, do you do you want to hear the final product? Of course you do, but yeah, do, you, I, do, I do. do you sign yeah. off on the... F- I, uh, I appreciate when people let me sign off on it, yeah. I mean, I haven't had it happen all the time, Okay, um, but most of the time they, they will let me hear it. Um, and I don't usually put up any objections to to what I hear. You okay. know, usually, yeah, for sure. It's not like what the hell did you do to my beat? I mean, I'm sure that's what I'm saying. I like I think one thing a lot of beat makers don't do well, as and again, this is a business thing. They fall in love with their beats. Yeah, and they and not only that, but they treat their client like it's like, you know, I mean, like I try to go out of my way to make them feel taken care of. Like when I hire somebody to like fix my roof, right? You want to just like you spend good money. They took care of my stuff. They the leak is gone. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't gotta worry about it. I want them to feel that way. Like I, I think, and again, that's not how I would have responded like 15 years ago. Right. But now I kind of look at it like people treat these people so terribly. It's like, yo, it's an opportunity. You leaving money at the table. So I try to make sure they feel comfortable. I don't give out B list, C list beats to anybody. Like if you get in, if you paid the money, and that's what I've said. Like when I when I was in the tweet. Like, yo, I, I don't do $25 beats, though. You know what I'm saying? Right. So don't expect that. But if you're going to pay the dollar, I look people dead in the eye and tell them what it is. If you're going to pay the money, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lace you. You know what I'm saying? And I I look at it this way. You know how everybody always brings out the group home album? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yo, I will group home anybody. Classic. I will group home anybody. <laughs> and he, pro- he provided the blueprint for that. You know what I'm saying? That whole vibe of like, uh, you know being too cool to produce for a young dude is up and coming and, and and just like i try to feel hear them out and like hear what they're really trying to come with and mm-hmm. you know a lot of times people these days are coming at me a lot more professional than they did back in the day and you know i make people pay out half up front i don't send anything until i get my half up front you know what i'm saying i'm serious mm-hmm. about certain rules and, and as long as they follow through then we good you know what i'm saying do you send a two track or do you send it uh, it, it, send the stems? it it depends, man. I, everything to me is situational. Like, I I I need to um, gauge my schedule. You know, like what the what exactly they're asking me to do. Mm-hmm. To try to tailor it to the situation. Um, for example, earlier this year I was really busy, really tied up, and um, I did send just like stems out with you know 
that's it. Just the stem drum bus sample, you know, a couple extra things. But sometimes I like I like to send all the individual drums, you know what I'm saying? But I, I, I'll send them that because I feel like they should be able to mix it on their own because right. I usually tell them I ain't mixing nothing either. Okay. Yeah. I ain't, I, yeah. My nah. mixing days are over. Well, it's again, it's time. I mean, if I quoted them the real price for that, then I would, then they would just say no, you know. Right. So I tell, I give them a price that that's good, but it, it, you're not gonna have me mixing for two weeks when I need to work on my own stuff. And again, that's because I'm an artist first, producer second. I'm focused on my own stuff. So I price it almost as if I ain't trying to get to work, like. You know what I mean? Like it, this is what it's gonna take to get me to stop what I'm doing. If I'm working on an album, from you know, focus on other things, this is what's gonna take to stop me from that. And I'll go work on your stuff. Right. Yeah, for sure. So the majority of your clients have been people who have purchased your music. I'm not always purchased it, but just or people who've been, you know, you. Fan, yeah, fans, fans, people who keep up with what I'm doing. You know, and again, I found that especially Instagram, you know, uh, really exclusively on Instagram, people, um, that's a real good marketing tool. Like back in the day, we didn't have, I mean, MySpace was cool, but I don't think I really understood how to fully utilize it at the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't think anybody did. Yeah. So I kind of feel like it. this, this is very new to me, even though MySpace was around. Um, just the idea that you can... Uh, you you know there's a lane for a producer as an artist like people buy instrumental records and people tour off right. of just beats now that wasn't always a thing like i mean you you know from back in the day yeah it wasn't always a thing so you spend the time back in the day trying to get beat CDs to MCs at the after shows and i mean you you know what it used to be I know you the know grind. yeah that yeah. that whole thing was it was difficult to market yourself cuz you, you know, you, you couldn't just put an album out. You're a producer. You don't, what do you mean put an album out? A beat CD wasn't a, a album. Now you, you these dudes, I'm on beat tape, right. on Bandcamp. No, back in the day, a beat tape was to get to an MC so they can write to it. You know what I mean? I literally used to drop my email in the beginning of the beat CD. Like, hit me up for these beats, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> wow. you know what I mean? Like, and so it was, it now you have an ultimate tool. You have an outlet as an artist. There's people buying your records. You can put, you know, content up on 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 the gram, and and then right. what I started to notice was, you know, people would start asking me to do to do production without even me doing all what I had to used to do. You know what I'm saying? So, have you leveraged doing uh, Instagram or Facebook ads? No, I haven't, and I don't think I I don't think I will. I don't think I will do that. Dog, does it work? It worked. <laughs> now, what's up? Listen, I paid. I, I just did an experiment because I wanted to try it. Yeah. I did a, I paid $30 for an ad to display on Facebook for five or seven days. Okay. Yeah. I got 100,000 views. Whoa. Yeah. 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 You get the views. Because. What was it? It was the engagement. Yeah. Was it, did it follow through more than the views? Like, did you get the, um, the desired the, outcome? Yeah. Actually, I did. The engagement was. Over seventy percent. Dope. Yeah. Wow. Really. Yes. Damn, and I'd be glossing over ads, man. And I, I would have never got that. I would have never got that look for that video that I shot without the Facebook ads. That's dope. I mean, I, I have to ask you how much. How much does that cost? It's expensive. It's thirty dollars. Thirty dollars. It was thirty dollars. Wow. For like 
five or seven days. For thirty dollars, yeah. That no wonder why the elections fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> and and here's yeah. here's 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 the the best part about Facebook ads. You can micro target people. Like in the description, you can put Dilla. Yeah, you can yeah. put P Rock. You can put SP twelve hundred. So you know everybody that's going to see that ad is interested in those things. Jeez, and man. you you know Facebook ear hustles. Yeah. So they <laughs> yeah they listening. Yeah, they, 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 they know you. They, they know scan you. through every post. Oh yeah, they know you. Dilla, P Rock, SP twelve hundred. They know what you ate for breakfast this morning. Son. Exactly. Yeah. So those people are going to see your ad. Yeah. So it's more likely that those people will click your ad. That's dope, man. Yo, yeah, yeah. I, I think I think more people need to leverage Facebook. Yeah, I, uh, I as far it. as engagement for your beats. Yeah, like are you using sell Selfie or PayPal? Like, yeah, a, nah, a lot PayPal. of these digital. Yeah, I'm over just email okay. and PayPal, man. Okay, you yeah. old school. Yeah, I mean, I'm, yeah. Did they get a snippet of the beat before? Uh, That's okay. I, I I try to do it where. Um, again, I, and again, I think it's because of the context. You have to understand, like the people are coming to me; they already know what my like what, what my sound is. Right. Um, I usually tell them when I am pitching to them that I'm, I'm I always am going to give you fire. It doesn't matter when you hit me up. If it might take me a little while, but I will. You're going to get heat, so you got to pay me half up front. Right. And, you know, people will bluff at it. Like, you know, like they'll be like, eh, you know, they'll, they'll, I've definitely had people be like, whatever, like, I ain't doing that. I'm like, I'm sorry, man. I have to go back to working on my projects. You know what I'm saying? Um, but then the people who followed through, have all, I think everyone has told me that they've been satisfied with, you know, what I gave them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, in some cases, actually, um, I, and I do allow people, like somebody actually bought some beats for, um, that were actually on one of my albums, like, to do vocal versions, you know what I mean. So that was a little bit of a different kind of thing. They bought a beat that was on your album. Yeah, they bought a few of them. Really? Yeah. Talk about getting the value out of the album, like a certain amount of album sales. Then I sold three or four of the beats that were on it. Wow. Yeah, I mean, that, the album has like twenty five beats on it, so it's you know it wasn't like it has vocals on it. The well, no, 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 no. My album is all instrumental. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. okay. It's okay, all okay. instrumentals. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so it's a, it's a you know it's like a um instrumental. Hip hop kind yeah. of joint, yeah. Okay, and then he uh, he bought like three or four of them. You know what I mean? And he and in the agreement, you know, when I was talking with him, about it, I had to, you know, like, look, man, you know, the 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 instrumental is still mine. You know what I mean? Because somebody re-release this album or you know whatever. But you know, the vocal version, you get an exclusive license. I don't do leases, none of that. Yeah, I don't know who came up with that concept. But I don't do that. Look, man. Yeah. Let me let me let me tell you how much money. Havoc made from lease and beats. Uh, but isn't like buying a beat a, 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 a just an exclusive lease? Isn't that the same thing? I don't know. I saw a beat that Havoc had on Beat Stars. Yeah, it was a thirty dollar lease. It had been. He sold a hundred thousand. Yeah, I mean of those. Yeah, no, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I can. <laughs> Shit. Well, yeah, to I'm the not, math. Yeah, I'm not having. <laughs> if I was having, I wouldn't have this problem. I wouldn't be selling beats out of my Yo, Instagram. Yo, hundred thousand. I don't. I don't. I don't doubt. I don't doubt that. I don't doubt that. Just so you can have a beat, say produced by Havoc. 
Yo, why is not all the legends doing that? Man, think about it. That's volume right there, dog. Uh, they think it's corny. Nah, man. See, okay, let me just tell you something. Look, the, the dudes that were doing it before us, they think beat stars and those type of websites are corny. Okay. Okay, sure. I mean, you know, everybody got their own opinion, right. man. I mean, I, I just, I don't care. I don't, you know, either. I don't I just either. don't care. Like, I don't you know, either. however you, look, you know what it is. Okay, let me just tell you something. I have a thing about like old, the, the history of the black musicianship in the United States. I think about like the working jazz artists that had to go through like the chitlin circuit in order mm-hmm. to like put basic bread on the Survive. table. You know, like all the things that they had to endure. Like I think about like, I just, I kind of lost that whole, like I'm too cool to take work thing. I kind of definitely view it as, even though I'm focused on my own projects and stuff, if I if I if I am gonna like if someone's gonna take the time to to, you know, basically propose a business opportunity to me, I'm gonna hear it out and I'm gonna you know if I if I want to do it, I'm gonna follow through on it. Like the whole thing about just like yo, I'm not gonna do that. That's corny. Yo, man, it's gonna be a point when nobody wants any of your beats. Period. Exactly. You gonna be thinking about all the beats you turn, all the opportunities you done turned down. Like a dumbass. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying. It's not guaranteed, and you shouldn't be on a high horse, no matter how dope you are. You need to look at I mean, if I was, you know, making, you know, a certain amount off of the music, I, yeah, I mean, me a little bit more exclusive. But, the, you know, for me, I'm not at that point, and I kind of just don't really, I consider all the opportunities. And I, some things, I, if I really don't want to do it, I price it accordingly. Right. Yeah. And, you know, when we were, you know, in our 20s and early 30s when we didn't have families you didn't think about you know yeah that stuff you 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 were a purist yeah you know yeah. what i mean don't like but i man but, but now that you got a mortgage and you like i got all this equipment the the music got to pay for this equipment yeah yeah i just don't yeah and i think you know for me as long as i can still do me you know i i definitely you know if you hit me up and go, you know, can get some whatever kind of beats, you know, trap beats or something. Like I'm not, you can hit so and so up for that. You don't. That's not I'm, right. That's not, not what, what I, I do. do. But as long as it's like you know in my lane and and it's an opportunity that is executable. I mean, there's definitely things that are not, you know, that that I that I that I turn down just because I don't have the capacity to do it. You know, whether it's time or, you know, one dude wanted the mixing. Or else he wouldn't do it. I'm like I'm not doing it. I'm not spending three weeks on your project because that's three weeks of my time costs more than you're gonna be able to pay. Mm-hmm. So I'll just tell you right now, you know, unless you want to fork over like fifteen, twenty k, you're not gonna get that much time from me. You know what I'm saying? And I don't really want to do it anyway. Like right. I said, you know what I'm saying? So I, I so, so it's easy for me to turn those kind of gigs down. So, but as long as it's manageable. Yeah, man, I'll I'll consider it for sure. You know, I mean, why would you turn down opportunities? Who does that? A lot of people do. A lot of people. Dumbass, more work for me. I got those beats. Come get them. Uh, okay. Um, what are you what are you promoting right now? Um, well, my latest release is called "Left to Return." Um, it's an EP. It's Song Bandcamp. Um, just check it out. It's dope music. Okay, beats. Well, what else are you into, man? I, I feel like I'm only into music. Nah, <laughs> like you look like a sci-fi guy. Uh, nah, really? Nah, man. How how do why I, I think, look like a sci-fi guy? Why do I think you were into sci-fi? 
probably because I don't need a house. Name, I don't need the a name house. Apex. I'm reclusive. I make beats. I'm into weed a lot. Really? Yeah, that and uh, basketball. You gonna open up a dispensary too? Nah, uh, nah. I, well, nah. If I did, it would have to be somehow combined with beats. That would be of dope. course. Yeah, that would be dope. Like a weed beat dispensary, like combined. Yeah. I don't know how exactly that would work, but dude, you just gave somebody a million dollar idea. <laughs> yes, I did. Weed beats. Uh, co- copyright that one. Yeah, copyright that. You have a whole bunch of uh, sleepy ass rappers in yeah. your store. Yeah. Nah, man. You know, I'm 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 a father. I write. You know, um, raising my kids. You know, what I'm saying. Uh, spend a lot of time on that. Obviously, I got a little. I got ten month old, bro. So, oh, you know, dude, you have go. you have no time. And a seven year old. I'm surprised you're even here tonight. Man, you know, you're professional. Once you got the second one, that's when you're pro. I don't know. If anybody out there got like three, four kids, they know what's up. You can handle anything at that okay. point. After the first one? After, yeah. You're a veteran? Yeah, no, yeah, just anything. No matter. I don't sleep. Just get it done. Beats. Yeah, I produced more beats this year than any year in my life. Really? Yeah. With a tent, with a with an infant. What are, you, what are you producing on? Uh, Ableton is my main, main tool. But I, I kind of, you know, supplement with a whole bunch of other stuff little stuff ableton is dope yeah it is i i signed up for a online course for ableton yeah because i saw what it could do yeah that thing is uh that thing can do things that no other you know how they say all the you know all the dolls are the same and all that is that's not true i mean they all they're all um you know you can get anything done in anything but i'm pretty sure you can't do like some of the things you can do on ableton and others like scripting I mean, it does all type of stuff. It does light control. You can control. Yeah, you can you can write like computer codes in the Ableton to get it to automate certain things. What? Yeah, it's crazy. You can you can have Ableton control like robots. I'm dead serious. I'm not playing. You can look this up. Ableton has like our. You can put Arduino code in there, and it can control remotely control robots through your DAW. It's some wild stuff. Like you can do visuals in Ableton. I'm a lot of people. I knew that. Yeah, a lot of people, you know, don't don't aren't up on it, but you could do a lot with Ableton. Yeah. Damn, it's gonna be a lot of courses I gotta take. Yeah, I mean most of the stuff is not, I'm not you know. Use. Yeah, I mean I'm never I, gonna use the robot. And I use shit. Ableton like mad basic. Like I don't I don't get like <laughs> I, I mean, as much as I know about it, I don't right. actually use the vast majority like I I, I, re, I use it mad basic. Yeah. And you know, I, I run my stuff through like the little hardware SP three hundred three that kind of stuff. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, uh, shout out your uh, your Bandcamp page. Uh, Sahara's Greenery dot Bandcamp dot com, uh, SoundCloud dot com slash Sahara's Greenery. It's like the desert. You still use the SoundCloud? Yeah, I use the SoundCloud, man. The SoundCloud SoundCloud is dope, man. I mean, I can't get into it. <laughs> I don't like the player. Oh yeah, no, I hate it, the SoundCloud player. Yeah, what on the app or on the uh, on the computer? Both. Yeah, that little cloud thing with the line, like I don't like that shit. I mean, there's a there's but no on on the computer. It's not the cloud. It's not the little yeah. yeah it's a regular play button. Yeah, but on the app, it's trash. Yeah, I, I I agree. Spotify got the best app. Yes, their shit is clean. That's yes. yeah. And I I just realized maybe a couple months ago that they that Spotify has. They added credits. You can actually yeah. see who produced the record. Yeah, you can. It's kind of hard to get to, though. 
I mean, it's like you, you know, it's like it's a you lot just got to click the three dots and then that, go that's ahead. true. Just depends on what you're doing. I'd be driving and shit. I'd be, like, I'd be like, damn man, why couldn't they just, you know what I mean? So you have Spotify? Oh uh, no, I, I, I'm yeah, I do. Uh, yeah, I do. I'm not gonna lie. Like, but it doesn't mean I can separate myself right. from, my, from my, like a personal standpoint to as an artist. Is it worth it for me to really? I, I'm I'm dead serious. I'm worried that if I put my music on Spotify, that my Bandcamp engagement will go down, and I like my Bandcamp. Oh, I'm, I'm I'm sure it will. Yeah, and I'm I'm actually being serious. And, and like you know the way I and and you're not really getting much in return when you when you think about it because really if you're not getting playlisted on Spotify, you know it's cool. One thing I will say is a lot of people in real life, like family, friends. You know, when I they're like trying to find my music, Bandcamp, you know, SoundCloud, they don't, they don't, they they get lost. You know right, what I mean? Right, right, right. So, you know, in real life, you know, what I'm saying like a lot of people, it's a good. I think it's good to have as an access tool, you know, for people to discover, to, yeah, to be able to like access it. But, um, yeah, I. Yeah, I think you really need to have an avenue to get playlisted for Spotify to really be helpful. And right now, I don't really have that avenue in that. And that's one of the reasons why, um, you know, there's a little bit of there's a little bit of controversy over the whole Spotify playlist process and the payola. Right. Is, is that? Was that? Yeah, Sorry, I yeah. think I think some labels pay for their artists to be on playlists. Yeah. And, and, and this is my and I don't know if you uh, remember maybe. Three four months ago, I don't know when it was, but Ninth Wonder had this tweet that kind of blew up, and he was sort of criticizing. Um, I think I don't know if he used these exact words, but it was sort of like uh, the gentrification of the beat scene kind of thing. And one thing, I, the way the reason why I bring that up with Spotify is, you know, the people who are curating those playlists are not uh, the most, uh, you know, culturally relevant to the to the music that they're curating right you know what i mean and so a lot of times i got that job you know they're connected to somebody graduate college and you know next thing you know you're a 23 year old from nebraska curating the jay Dilla playlist you know what i'm saying and i and i think my you know and that's cool but it it does have some issues when it becomes the singular platform that everybody you know gravitates to Right, you know what I'm saying, and then, um, yeah, there's a lot of people who aren't getting, uh, who should be getting put on playlists. A lot of the, you know, the OGs that kind of created this music aren't getting as many, um, you know, placements as some other people. Not all, but some, mm-hmm. you know. So there's just a lot of issues. So I can, like, as an artist, I really, honestly, don't, um. You know, I, I really, you know, I think about these type of things. As a consumer, though, I love Spotify, and I don't see a contradiction. I mean, well, it is contradictory, but I don't really care. You know what I'm saying? The bottom line is, it's it's a good tool. I like it, but that doesn't mean I have to engage in it as an artist. Right. You know what I'm saying? Who is your Who is your top artist on Spotify this year? Uh, DJ Harrison. You are the second person to. T- I've never heard this guy. Yo, go listen to DJ Harrison. You know who? You know why Slim he is? Cat, okay. Slim Cat just put me on DJ Harrison tonight. Oh, oh shout out to Zach, man. Peace, peace like literally, yeah. I just talked to him thirty minutes ago. He said, "You gotta listen to DJ Harrison." Oh, I was yeah, like, "I never heard this guy." Yeah, um, he's a, a beat maker, I believe, from Richmond, Virginia, and uh, he's really, really dope. He's um, 
um, a multi-instrumentalist player, but he also rocks the the beat machines and such and kind of has a blend of the two. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, you just got to check it out. You know the reason why he is, though? Because I, I took a lot of road trips this year, and, you know, I have different members of my family in the car or just, you know, a lot. Of, and there's a lot of people who... I, were in the road trips with me who mm. you know they were fans of the uh like the you know the old soul carrying era but they haven't really kept up with music since you know what i'm saying right. and so i have these couple road trips where i want to i ended up playing his music on repeat because he's the artist i go to when i go well you know there's people now doing a style that's very that's sort of a ancestor or a descendant Similar. descendant of that and check this out and he and there's a re- so i had him on repeat on these long road trips um, that's the reason why he ended up as a. As I'm, a I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm about to follow him on Spotify right now. Yeah, go on Spotify and just shuffle play his catalog. You'll be like, oh, dag, this dude is. Yeah, it's, it's serious. He's he's serious with it. He's um, I believe he's in. This is gonna be kind of a wild plot twist, but I believe he's now in. He's Jack, in a band, yeah, right? Yeah, he's in Jack White's band or something like that. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure he's in Jack White's band now, but he uh. For a long time was a, uh, I mean he's still producing you know. Oh, he got a lot of joints. Oh yeah, no, he has the catalog is deep. Yeah. Oh, he got seven seven albums. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The SoundCloud has much much more too. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for putting this on, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. DJ Harrison. Yeah. Also, I think uh, I've been listening to a lot of um, Madlib. He was this. Yeah. You know. People who know my music, if you go to listen to, if you really listen to enough of my music, you'll hear the Madlib influence for sure. Right. Yeah. What did, What were you playing at the block party? What did you have? You had, um, I think I was. I think you I just, just had, had Ableton. Yeah, I just had Ableton. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I do my live sets now, um, pretty much with Ableton, and I was kind of shy about doing that at first, but whenever I do a live show, I, I got used to it because you can again, you can kind of set it up in a very like particular way. You know, like a lot of customized. It's very customizable to to right. use to use in a live uh, setting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's a dope machine. Hey that. man, thanks for stopping by, man. And thanks for having me. Appreciate bro. it. Yeah, man. Uh, this is my office hours our podcast, and I had the pleasure of interviewing Apex tonight. And yes. Good to see you, man. Thanks for yeah. having me up on here, brother. Anytime, bro. Anytime you want to come up and talk music, yeah, man. Absolutely. Let me know. Man, I would come over here and make some beats with you. Yeah, man. you see all this vinyl right here, bro. It's dope, man. Yo, what are you, you using nowadays? Sorry, I know uh, the podcast is over. But the uh, yeah. the Ren. Oh, word. Okay. I, ha- I have the Ren in the studio. I'm selling both. Yeah. Because I want the live. I don't need three beat machines. Yeah. yeah I'm yeah. not. I'm not that nostalgic. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But yeah. I went record shopping Saturday. Um. I didn't take a record player with me. I went off instinct and yeah. album cover. Yeah. I came back here and Iron, Iron came through. He was like, you know, 10 of those records have drum breaks on them, right? Yeah. <laughs> I said, what? Start gold. Dude, I had no idea ABBA had a drum oh, break. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, it's I'm, a classic. I'm, I'm not the drum break dude. Gotcha, yeah. I'm not. The- I, I'm kind like I'm. my knowledge got holes, but I, I do know... I, I got a pretty big vinyl collection. Yeah. 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 But my knowledge isn't like thorough. Like I know this dude is around who are like, cont- I, Damu, he knows his, yes. he knows his record. Hey, yes. I'm not like that. You know, what's really funny. If you can find it, there is video on the internet 
of the beat grinder, the first beat grinder beat battle, which is basically the first event I ever did in DC. And I'm up there playing my beats. And if you watch the video, you'll see Damu whispering in my ear. And what he was whispering was every sample that I was using in the beat. Like, I'm all trying to focus on the battle. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying <laughs> I'm all trying to, like, you know, I don't even know anybody in the building. I'm trying to I'm trying to wow. win this battle. I ended up going to the finals, and I, I lost to uh, Unknown. Shout out to, shout out to Rich. Uh, but, uh, yeah, um, yeah, go 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 on the YouTubes and find it. It's hard to find because it's not named. I don't think it's named Beat Grind. I don't know what the name of the video right. is, but there's a video of it. And, uh, um, yeah, and you see him. He's, like, whispering. Yo, use these drums. You know, he use this sample. I'm like, damn. Like, you, know, you, you, you see him whisper, and then I'm thinking about it, and then I'll just nod in the video. Like, I remember that moment. Wow. And there's actually video of it. Like So yeah. see, that's why when I when I go to the record store, I don't get a record P Rock used or Premier yeah, used. Yeah. Yeah. When I go to the store and buy records, I'm getting an artist I've never heard of before in my life. You yeah, I I'm kinda like that. I okay. I I do I do and I do a lot of uh um, you know, internet stuff now, just to be real. Right. But but when I was really digging like that, you know, you, I run a website called edigging.com. Oh, what? yeah, I think I heard. Yeah, yeah, someone was telling me about this. Yeah. I don't know, somebody was telling me about that. Um, but yeah, like when I used to go to the record store, though, honestly, I would, I, I, I follow like almost like encyclopedic about it, like where you where you might learn about, I don't know, Weather Report, and you see, you know, the artists that you know are playing on Weather Report records, then you might notice that oh boom so and so who was playing bass all over those records got their own solo records over right. here you know i try to connect dots like that you know what i'm saying yeah so i don't yeah. even i don't even do record stores anymore i like going yeah, to me neither. i yeah. like going to goodwill because goodwill you have a smorgasbord of white artists that yeah. you've never heard before like when you go to the record store everything's going to be gospel r&b yeah, rock yeah yeah you get everything that's true, man. You get everything, and like, I like that. Like, I, I like, I, I like uh, having. It's almost like less choices. Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, rhythm roulette or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I like fi- sure. like. Um, what is this? Uh, I forgot. Ted, what? What? It? I ain't gonna say the name out. This record right oh, here. Oh yeah, yo. Uh, you, you heard he, this? Well, I, I know, I know the name. He didn't he uh, produce for the Monkeys or the Beatles, not the uh, or the Beach Boys or something. He produced in that whole lane of like uh, early, like early late sixties, early seventy. What's when? What record is this? Seventy two. Yeah. Dog. Yeah, I already know this is fire because this dude is a is is a producer. I don't think I ever seen this solo stuff though. He got like it's this dope, man. it's five joints on here that Rock Marciano would rap on. Yeah, I'm sure, man. <laughs> what do you think about the whole uh, no drums movement? I dig it. You like it? I dig it. Yeah. So, and here's the thing. Here's why. I was doing no drums in '94, but nobody was feeling it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I was, I was on that wave. Who was the first one? Like, I was. I've been thinking about this. So who who was really who's really the father of that style? Is it RZA? RZA. Is it RZA? Is RZA it? on uh, Supreme Clientele, the first song. There, there's hardly any, you can hardly hear the drums in um, 
Uh, it goes uh, back further than nutmeg. That yeah, it goes. It goes back further. Well, probably. Than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, on, but it got, uh, it got on, on, Cu- on Cuban links. Uh, um, check the banging the styles of Lion event. That joint. That Wait. joint is no drums. Uh, the Nas joint. The, um, I don't know how to mess up Nas lyrics. The uh, not a glitter and glow. Uh, uh, you know what I'm talking about. It's like on Cuban links. Both of those joints don't got drums. Those are the ones I remember. It's like the first no drum drums. Right, but I don't think the wave caught on until Nah, nah, nah. The wave, yeah, nah, of course. Out. Yeah, yeah, and I agree with that. I was yeah. just trying to think of like where it showed up like years, years, years ago. But honestly, a, a lot of people need to thank the Alchemist and Prodigy for that yeah. Albert Einstein for that for that dark shit. Yeah. Like they really like yeah. that the Alchemist and Prodigy albums really had a lot of dark shit. I might have on. to I might have to do some do some no drum joints. I, I I've been every one of my albums has like songs without drums, but they're not like um specifically that 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 sort of moody loop vibe. Right. Um but yo, my, my crates run deep. I, I bet you if I focused on that, I'll, I'll come up with yo. I should do that, man. I should do all no drums joint. Your next project. Yeah. You heard it here first. Yeah, man. Well, it might not happen. But <laughs> <laughs> but I'll think about it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> did you Did you hear the uh, the the uh, Pete Rock Smoke Dizzle record? Um, oh yeah, yeah. Pete Rock is oh so good. God. Oh my god, he's dope with drums and without drums. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. Jesus Christ. But but is the no drums thing? So that's gonna you think it's gonna last? I thought yeah I yeah. That's good. Dude, Q Tip is doing beats with no drums. Man, that's a thing, isn't it? And Q-Tip man? used to have the best drums. Let me ask you this question: Why, why, why is it though? I had this theory about it, but I want to hear it. Why, why, is, why did the why did the producers start to just gravitate to that? To no drums? Yeah. Is that just a style thing? Yeah, I think it's a style purely. Thing. Yeah, you don't, like, you don't you think these people can? Not all of them. I mean, of course, like the the Q-Tip, we know he can do drums. But do you, do you think some casts? Just can't do drums, so no, I don't think that. And I think that some of the samples used, like the loop points, yeah, it's kind of hard to put you know, uh, four four yeah. drum pattern. I, I, I do love the idea that like these samples that used to be buried under the drums, like you you can really bring bring out the vibes of them now, especially when you compress them a certain way, or whatever, yeah. you just really bring them out, bring them out. The, there, the, there's also software to eliminate drums. Oh yeah, the, that's the the phase inversion stuff. Yeah, that's crazy stuff, man. I've used it. I've used it. What is it? Uh, what is it? Um, it's called. Uh, damn, I forgot. It's like a plugin or something. No. Oh, it's just like separate software. Yeah. It just removes the drums. Mm-hmm. And vocals. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you you gotta do some EQing after you're done. But yeah, yeah. Tag really? Yeah. So you can just take anything now, just make it. Yeah. Tag. Maybe I need to start doing that. <laughs> <laughs> putting me putting me up on game, man. Yeah, I knew that. Um, back in the day, there was. Um, I don't know if you remember that piece of software called Adobe Audition. Yes. Yeah, they used to have like a or when it was Cool Edit Pro. Cool Edit Pro. Come there on. Was, yeah, they, Peter okay. Gwisnar. Okay, all right, you know, you know. <laughs> uh they used to have this uh thing where you could remove the mid channel and it would remove the vocals. You can basically take any set yeah, it was like a mid channel remover really? on, on Cool Edit Pro. A lot of people yeah. I'm pretty sure it was on the original one and not the new Adobe Audition. 
Uh, they took it out when I think when Adobe. I think uh, uh, yeah. I think Apollo Brown still might have that version. Sure, that's why his, that's why that's why samples so clean. So yeah. he's taking the vocals out. You know, he's dope. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, yeah, man. Well, thanks for having me, man. Anytime. I know we tried to end this before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this dude right here. Yeah, man. All right. Well, peace party, people. Check me out, Sarah's Greenery. And you can check me out on Twitter and Digital Hustler. I'm Digital Hustler on all streaming platforms. All streaming, all social media platforms. Yeah, same thing with myself. Sahara's Greenery, like the desert. Just look it up. Peace. Peace.